0: You're listening to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast.
1: How was your day, my gorgeous seahorse? Is that is that a <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> is that an animal that you consider?
1: <laughs> is that an animal you feel like it's cute, seahorse?
0: Cartoon versions are, but haven't haven't you seen a seahorse? They're really creepy. They're like they
1: are creepy looking skeletal
0: like. aliens, like Aww. a freaking horse head and face on this weird like urchin body and then they swim by by unrolling their tail and just like swimming.
1: Oh god when you put it on that like on that (gasps) light I feel like yeah they're definitely aliens.
0: (laughs) They are there are
1: no creatures on earth that do that, that behave in that way.
0: Yeah. They're like a super weird hybrid. So they the aesthetic is is weird as it is and the way that they move and survive is really strange.
1: Yeah. Like what the heck, God? What were you thinking?
0: God or whoever God.
1: (laughs) What were you thinking? This is
0: not a religious podcast, by the way.
1: This is what?
0: This is not a religious podcast. No, it's
1: not. It's not. It's not. But I just I just think like God was like warned. Like he was working hard on creating all the animals and then he was like okay i need to go for a coffee and then like little timmy came in it's like i want to make this animal and then god came in he's like what have you created
0: and <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like okay we'll compromise and i'll just make it really tiny
1: yeah <laughs> No one was gonna be able to see it anyway, so whatever.
0: Because imagine if it was like the size of a whale, that would be the oh god, in the
1: world. oh god. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen uh, the Justice League, the cartoon from the nineties? No,
0: no. Oh, why? So,
1: in in that cartoon, Aquaman. You know Aquaman, right? Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. Aquam- he, Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman aquaman (laughs) man i don't know why i'm speaking like a a jamaican man right now uh (laughs) aquaman uh rides a seahorse that's like human size and it's you know now that i think about it like i'm trying to picture it in my mind i think it wasn't creepy it was kind of cute but if it was realistic like imagine they make aquaman too and it's like okay let's put a seahorse that he can ride.
0: No, no. <laughs> the seahorse would make him more menacing and intimidating. Yeah. If it was a real, if it was live action.
1: Yeah. He should have been riding, uh, riding a, an eel or something like that.
0: An eel? Oh, God. Yeah, a giant eel. Like Ursula. She's a rider, yeah. but she has those yeah. eels in um The, the Little Mermaid.
1: Okay, this was a this was a huge tangent. Hello, everybody. Welcome to welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Coming to you live from different parts of the world here in Tokyo and
0: the U.S.
1: Wow, that was a good <laughs> um, I am your host. I wasn't going to always... say my city. Yeah, Sorry, go for it. <laughs> it's okay. I am your host Juan, and I am joined by my wonderful, amazing. Very tanned, and so sweet, so so sweet, Wendy, wife Wendy.
0: I'm not very tan.
1: You look so tan in the camera.
0: Do I? I do. Doesn't it look like pretty blown out?
1: Maybe it'd be blown out.
0: Anyways, hi. Not feeling so tan, but thank <laughs> you for the compliment. What are um, you doing today?
1: I just woke up because I was a lazy bum.
0: Yes. I were. just
1: wanted. I just wanted to stay in bed for a little longer. If you don't know, like we're recording this in my early morning and kind of late afternoon for Wendy. Not because... early
0: morning. It's already <laughs> almost okay.
1: 10. It's not so early. Could have been early. early. I'm sorry.
0: We are on different sides of the world, so we're making it work and bringing it, bringing the podcast to you. <laughs> from two very very different areas and yeah. that's kind of what triggered this conversation that we're going to have today yeah is what we've been doing and probably a lot of other people have had the experience of long distance relationships and dating right. yeah. and marriage marriages so. marriaging
1: have you married yet
0: <laughs> oh man
1: i marriage her so hard <laughs>
0: i'm married <laughs> that's
1: a good one english is so funny that's gonna
0: be in the title that's gonna be yeah. in the title <laughs> good how to long distance date in marriage <laughs> <laughs> oh god so <clears throat> we have been fortunate to not have had to long distance for va- very long so what has it been now it's only been a couple of months which is crazy it feels a lot longer though it feels
1: it? a lot longer I feel like um, every day has been so slow that mm-hmm. in my mind it feels like it has been like you said months but in reality it's been like six weeks something like that and uh uh it's just like really uh difficult if you don't create the right like you know habits and and communicate enough mm-hmm. so that's why it feels so much like that but h- how do you feel it has impacted you because you're with your family
0: mm-hmm. i am right
1: i am basically alone in, in japan i have friends and stuff but like you know it's difficult to go out especially now and i'm kind of far from the city so mm-hmm. it's not so easy to socialize
0: how yeah do you a feel- lot of people ask like doesn't he have friends there? Like, yes, but they're all spread out and you don't live with anyone. So it's very different um, for me. So first of all, I have to check my phone a lot more often than I usually do. So that's kind of different. Um, and I also have more time because I'm working on finding a job. So I have a lot of freedom right now. And I've been working on myself. So that's been really nice to have time to work on myself and also time with my parents. So that aspect of it has been really a big privilege. And thanks to you and your support, I've been able to make up for lost time and spend this time with my family, helping out at the house and just having family dinners. So. That's the positive of it. The negative side of it is obviously not being able to share the same schedule. So not being able to spend quality time together, although we make it work online. And that's part of the reason why we started to, re, uh, to continue our podcast. And it's really different because we're just communicating online like through text and through FaceTime, which I'm very grateful to have, but it's just different, you know? I, I miss being able to spend time eating breakfast with you, well, lunch, because we didn't really eat breakfast, <laughs> intermittent fasting, and being able to share our day-to-day stuff, I guess, if you will that's something that is different now I don't I don't want to say we don't have it anymore but it's definitely changed a lot with the schedules that we have and the time difference but I think both of us have been pretty flexible and you work from home so you've been really good about just being available and I'm hoping that I'm doing the same thing what about you how do you I feel think, about how things have changed?
1: Yeah, um, the change is really drastic. I feel like I wasn't really ready, and we all have this like idea, this image of what a long-distance relationship is, which is usually what we uh, either learn from the media, from movies, and all that kind of stuff, or if we have a friend or a family member who has gone through it, and what we see but there's a big toll that comes with you know like interaction as you were saying like online we we're really fortunate to be able to communicate face to face with someone who's on the other side of the world is it is really a marvel of technology and and this modern times but there is a disconnect with Mm. having a person like with having a screen between us where Mm -hmm. like the communication is never as smooth as it needs to be there's Mm -hmm. a delay there's a the issue with like you know lack or poor quality that Mm -hmm. really affects the dynamic of the communication and uh, i am sure most people who have to do this on a regular basis like at the beginning they probably like oh this is like novel and and different so like maybe it's enjoyable because there are some things that you can do, like and you can take the camera to different places and like do something fun. Like, I don't know, take it to the path and do something fun. I don't know. But it 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 wears out real quickly, and then you start feeling like, oh, this is just like a really worse version of being in person. Mm. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think we are doing a really good job at keeping each other in our thoughts and also doing things like taking advantage of the situation like we are part we can for example send each other letters we can um maybe dedicate more focused time where we are really present with each other and then the rest of the time we can dedicate to other things um we can also do these kind of things like recording the podcast and uh I think those little things, and doing the effort, it's really what makes a difference. What has made the difference for me at least. Um, and I really feel bad for people who have to do this for like years. yeah, and
0: it must be really taxing because just in the cu- couple of months that we've been doing it, it's sometimes it just feels like it feels routine so quickly because it's yeah. just an another time where you are in front of a screen and that's not that different from what we're doing in our day-to-day obviously it's nice it's something to look forward to to talk to your significant other over the phone or um through chat video chat but it's it's not the same obviously we keep saying that but it really isn't it's it's not The same as having someone in the same room and sharing eye contact and touch and being able to read body language a lot easier. It's something that takes a while to adapt to.
1: And there's a lot of reasons why people could end up separated. Like of -hmm. course, sometimes one party, like one person finds a job overseas and they move at least for a little time, maybe one person is like, okay, I want to study abroad and they go, mm-hmm. and like they're still in a relationship. But yeah, I did that. Yeah. A lot of people uh, end up separated because they're going through a process, either process of immigration or uh, some sort of work process. And that's a situation with us that I feel like, unfortunately, unfortunately, these last two years, it has become even worse for a lot of people.
0: What? Oh yeah. um,
1: Because a lot of people now have to wait for longer. And I was looking at the statistics, and apparently at this time in 2022, there's more than 4 million families that are separated, still waiting for
0: okay, let's the hear- immigration process okay, to complete. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Say that again.
1: There is... More than 4 million families still waiting for the immigration process to complete so they can be reunited again.
0: Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good reminder that we, I mean, we knew that we weren't the only ones going through this obviously, but it's good to know that your, your case is not the only one on hold or significantly delayed.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: So is this your first time doing the long-distance, long-distance marriaging? <laughs> long-distance <we> <laughs> marriaging?
1: Yeah, this is my <laughs> yeah. first marriage, Wendy. The long,
0: oh, right. <laughs> of course. Long-distance relationship
1: Um. Yes. I don't think I have ever dated anybody from, well, no, that's not true. Until I came to Japan, I've never dated anyone from abroad and mm-hmm. when i came here i yeah i mean it's very common here in japan like there's a lot of people coming in and going in tokyo in tokyo in specific yeah but yeah this is my first time how about okay. you?
0: no i went abroad um sometime during college and i was dating someone at the time but i went abroad for a semester so almost four months then I went to Italy and at that time it was very hard to connect with anyone from home Mm -hmm. our internet was terrible um I think we used Skype but that was that was the only option we had back then we didn't have FaceTime um so I probably talked I probably talked to my ex-boyfriend once that whole time and needless to say that relationship did not last not just because of me going abroad but I think that was the time where I got to think about whether that relationship was going anywhere and I realized that it wasn't Hmm. so some really some long distance relationships can be can have really terrible outcomes Hmm. but as you said it takes a lot of work from both so you can Mm. definitely make it work and especially now because we have so many options to connect but it also could tell you the the time apart can also tell you about yourself and what you want out of the relationship Mm. or in for us i guess it it helps us work on ourselves but Mm. also the heart grows fonder distance makes the heart grow fonder as they say yeah. Which I think applies to our relationship.
1: All right, I want to unpack that. Wouldn't real you quick. agree? <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, <laughs> I want to unpack that real quick. Um, I do believe, as you said, that if both parties do the effort, they can make it work, but not indefinitely. You can just Absolutely. like you know, keep it um, warm and engaging. You can you can make the relationship stronger uh, even but eventually distance is going to bring you apart if you don't actually make changes like if you don't come back and and meet again and stay again together like life is just going to bring you apart and the oh, other yeah. thing is the other thing is that what was the other thing i forgot
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's absolutely true sometimes you Sometimes
1: you grow apart. Yeah. Did you remember? Sorry, I I, I forgot, but now I remember. Uh, There is some positive things about having some distance from Mm -hmm. a person that you're in a relationship with. Because a lot of the times, just being constantly engaged, constantly uh, surrounded by this person might prevent you from actually seeing if that relationship is good for you or not, especially if you are mm-hmm. in a toxic relationship and you're not emotionally um, stable or emotionally
0: invested, invested. or compatible. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's very difficult to be able to think for yourself on that kind of situation. So sometimes when you actually, you know, you go for you go away for a weekend or or something, you have enough time to be able to not have that constant influence on you on you and then you can
0: yeah yeah for
1: yourself evaluate like okay maybe this is not the best for me and right you would say like okay that long distance relationship uh the long distance kind of like ended our relationship but the relationship was already kind of like in shambles so it just mm-hmm. it had to happen you know
0: yeah yeah i think everyone needs a healthy distance at some point i mean Not to the extent of a full on long distance relationship necessarily, but as we all know, the pandemic forced a lot of us Mm -hmm. to spend every single minute of the day with our partners or whoever we lived with, and that was intense. I have to say it, I'll be the first to say it that you absolutely need time to yourself, and even if you're the most extroverted person. I think even that type of person would benefit from having a healthy dose of me time. And if you're sharing a space with someone that you love, even if that's the case, it can be a bit suffocating sometimes. So yeah. I think that whether or not you're doing long distance relationships, you it's good to learn how to carve out time for yourself and ask for time alone so that you can come back together and appreciate each other more. I think that's something that we learned a lot from each other and from these past couple of years that we both need our time to ourselves and asking for it is normal. Exactly. So normalize me time yes. and being alone.
1: <laughs> yeah being by yourself and having some quality time with yourself to be more specific i would say
0: yeah yeah Yeah, exactly
1: it's kind of funny it's kind of sorry i was just gonna say like it's kind of funny how a lot of people were struggling with long distance relationship or still do struggle with long distance relationship and then covid happened and now they were struggling with short distance relationship
0: (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah because then you really get a good idea of the person you're living with the person Mm. you're dating or whatever um and it's a good it's a good thing too because back in the day and with some more traditional people people did not couples did not live together before they got married and that is the biggest mistake that anyone could make in my opinion it's
1: crazy you never think that
0: right so if you didn't make it if your relationship didn't make it through this really hard past couple of years then I'm sorry to hear that but maybe that was meant to be like it was a speed round of whether or not that relationship was worthy whether it was right you didn't have to drag things on you kind of saw the worst of it in a shorter amount of time which probably is very intense for some people, but at least you're not spending years questioning whether the relationship is worth feeding into. So So
1: in your opinion, (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you think that every relationship that takes itself seriously should spend both a little bit of time uh, in long distance and then a little bit of time living together to be able to measure and, and evaluate and, and tell if they're actually good for each other?
0: Living together. Absolutely. Long, dis- long distance. It depends. Like if it's inconvenient and like, it doesn't make sense for you to be in long distance when you both love Colorado or like you both love a specific city in Colorado and you don't imagine leaving. Like maybe not. And also it depends on your relationship, obviously, like if you, if you guys have spent enough time together, but you also know how to be happy without each without your significant other, like you're happy spending time alone and you're not codependent. I think that's fine. You don't have to go out of your way to. Experience a long distance relationship, but maybe go on a trip with your girlfriends and don't invite your significant other or vice versa, right? Like, don't be afraid to plan things that don't involve that other person every single time. I think that's healthy. Yeah.
1: I think that's what What I meant when I said, that's what I meant when I said, like, long distance, at least Mm. a weekend, maybe a week where you both have time and space to you know, evaluate independently, not have the influence of the other person. Like you you are in a relationship, you're invested, you feel like you already have some assumptions and and you feel like, okay, I think I'm convinced that this is like the right thing for me. But Mm. I think it's easier, it's better, or it's healthier to have some space and then take that time to evaluate. Like, is this really what I want? Is this really offering me what I need for my knees, you know, mm. all that kind of stuff. Personally, I do agree with you 100% that it is only sensible to spend some time with that person, actually living with that person with whatever arrangement you can figure out. Um, spend, spend the time where you can see that person in their best and their worst before you decide like if you really want to be Let's say, for example, marriage, uh, any kind of commitment. And uh, in terms of long distance, I do believe that some some level of separation, at least for a little bit after the relationship has been established, after you spend some time, after you feel, especially before you want to make a commitment, uh, like a long-term commitment, you mm-hmm. need that space to be able to. Evaluate uh, things properly, in my opinion. I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's something to to be able to work on yourself, whether it's before or during, throughout your relationship. Mm. It's only gonna make your relationship stronger or dictate where that relationship is meant to go. Because people outgrow each other. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly fine, as hard Mm -hmm. as it can be. Um, But as long as you're cultivating a relationship with yourself, I think that's the best thing that you can do. Pour in a lot of energy, as much or more energy into the relationship with yourself while investing in another person. And I think that it takes a long time. You know, I, I kind of figured that out the hard way because... I didn't start real seriously investing in myself until after we started dating because you taught me how to do that and you taught me the value in that. So it's always go at your own pace and some people learn quicker than others. But just always keeping in mind that if you're if you're constantly feeding into other people and neglecting yourself then that's only going to hurt First and foremost, you, and then the relationship as well, the person you're in a relationship with.
1: That's true. Very true. And I mean, especially if one of the members of the relationship has like a really, uh, I would say like volatile kind of job where you have to be Mm -hmm. like going all around the world. Let's say, for example, a marine biologist, and they have to research seahorses, and they have to go all around the world seeing where the seahorses are (laughs) it's difficult to have a relationship that's not long distance with that kind of person so I'm just saying
0: military military maybe the
1: military is like you know researching uh, seahorses to create life-size mechanical seahorses
0: (laughs) I'm sure that that is their secret mission that no one's telling us about
1: (laughs) they call it project aquaman no, how did I say Aquamon. Project Aquamon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Full circle. Good
1: and job. with that, with that <laughs> note, um, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you. And if you want to, you know, contribute to this conversation, maybe you want us to talk about something else or you just want to say hi, we would love to hear hear your thoughts. You can write to us at duntebagrammapodcast at gmail.com and we will see you next week with another uh, conversation where we will have the goofs and gaffs that you enjoy like, together with Wendy and Juan, as always. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And if you want us to elaborate or dive into any other topics, like Juan said, don't yeah. hesitate to reach out to us. Let's be friends. Yeah, and we look forward to another episode of Don't For My Grandma.
1: Oh, I love how you say it that way.
0: <laughs> See you.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye.